Hi, I'm Almighty Argus. Hey, I'm Crony Gamer. I'm Alaw Mike. I'm Crispy Dad. I'm Julio underscore GX. Hi, I'm Spaced. I'm its mark to the future. Hello, I'm Vikis. Hi, I'm Cagematic, and I'm a parent of Twitch. We're all. everybody how is everybody today i hope all of you people out there great parents are awesome and uh i hope everybody's having a great saturday and uh we're welcome welcome well listen even if you're not having a great saturday if someone to ask you how you're doing just say you're doing great because it'll make you feel great that's right lie to no people. matter what just lie straight up lie. just to lying places. to people makes you feel great hey i'm great <laughs> all right so We've got a special guest here today. I'm sure you guys know him. Uh, so, you know, I mean, every, it's not like he's like a, nobody knows who he is, but, you know, uh, Dot Slash Drago. He's one of our parents of Twitch, and he's our first guest on the old POT podcast. And uh, I'm sure everyone knows uh, me. I'm Cagematic, and uh, hello. And then we have below me down here, we have Outlaw Mike. Right here. And then over this here guy. in this little corner, we have the stream wizard, Wickus. Say hello, Wickus. That's it. Hello. <laughs> so we're here. I expected him to say hello, Wickus. Yes, hello, Wickus. Hello, Wickus. And uh, so, yeah, we're here to talk to Dot Slash Drago about Linux and uh, maybe some other surprise topics. Who knows? Uh, you know what I mean? So we hope you guys enjoy it. This is kind of our first official episode. And uh, don't mind, don't mind the the background behind me and everything. You know, uh, me and my wife are like redoing this room and everything, so it's a little crazy. Dude, it's Star Wars. Anyone who minds that, that's <laughs> dude no, for real. No. Like the first time I saw his, I thought I didn't realize it was like a whatever it is. I thought it was just a, a Star Wars backdrop. I was like, that's pretty dope. Yeah, it's a ba it's it's literally a bunk bed, and I and I hung See? up. Uh, <laughs> hung up some posters that my brother-in-law gave me so yeah and you have to see you know, got the little r2d2 up there too if you didn't notice that anyways all right uh i guess let's get to it uh i let's have some questions for drago that i've written down and whenever you're ready written down. you can begin um, so Drago, tell us a little bit about yourself, first of all, and who you are, uh, you know? So I'm Drago, Drago Steeny. Everybody just calls me Drago. It's easier that way. Um, I am 31. I'm from Canada, A, and, uh, I'm a parent of two little girls. Well, not really little. I mean, one's 12, one's 11. So, you know, um, 12-year-old lives with me, 11-year-old does not. Uh, got a great girlfriend, <laughs> and I am a Linux streamer. So I don't always use Linux. 
I will say, and just a fair disclaimer, that if you ever see my stream and I'm in virtual reality, I'm in Windows. Uh, that's just because the Oculus Rift S does not support Linux. So Facebook, if you're watching this, you suck. Um, <laughs> Do you think people will come out some but, like uh, uh, mods, any kind of mods? Because I know Linux users, a lot of the guys who use Linux, they're very crafty with, uh, you know, creating different kind of mods and applications. Do you ever think anybody will come out with a mod to use it? Yeah, so there already is some stuff in development right now. Um, it's a little janky. But... Janky's putting it really nicely. It's it's a it's a really hard uh, job. It's a really big uh, a really big task. Yeah. Um, so the Oculus Rift CV1, the first Rift that came out, is a little bit more compatible, but it's still not quite there yet. Uh, and then the Rift S, since it's the newest piece of Oculus PC VR technology, uh, is further behind. Uh, I think right now you can put your headset on and you can kind of look around and everything will look really weird, but it'll at least you'll be able to see something at least. Gotcha. But I mean, you can't use your hands. You can't play games. Like we're, we're nowhere near at that level yet. If you want to use Linux and play VR, you need to be using either the HTC Vive series of headsets or the Valve Index. The Valve Index is completely supported uh, by Valve with Linux and they have claimed that they will continue to support Linux on that. So, um, but I don't have thirteen hundred Canadian dollars to spend on a new headset right now when I've already got a Rift S kicking around. So, Holy moly, that's uh, expensive. Yeah, that's, that's expensive. That's the index. So, Wikis, do you have a question? Outlaw Mike, you guys have any questions? By the way, so uh, what what made you want to stream to start with? Okay, so I've been a gamer since DOS, like. I learned how to use computers before most people had mice. I remember, I still remember all the cheat codes. Like I remember God mode and the <laughs> all weapons and ammo code for the original Doom on floppy disks. Nice. I remember playing Duke 3D, Duke Nukem 3D, the shareware version. Okay. So I've been, I've been playing video games a long time. And uh, one thing I've always enjoyed is watching people, or sorry, playing video games and having people watch and socialize and being able to talk about what's happening and being like, yo, did you guys see that? That was so cool. Or like, yo, check out this awesome move I'm about to do or whatever, right? Even just casual conversation. And then at the same time, being able to, to hang out with people that are of like mind, similar interests, similar sense of humor, whatever, right? Like just to be able to nerd out with the community. Um, so Twitch kind of brings that all together into one world. I can play video games, I can socialize, I can hang out, I can meet like-minded people, I can teach people things. Um, like I've, I've been using Linux for a long time. I'm a Linux author for a really big blog. Um, so like I, I, I like teaching people, uh, you know, if people are ever like, oh, how did, how did you do this? Or how did you do that? Being able to teach them how I did that or how to do it or whatever, it just, it, I don't know, it gives me the, the warm and fuzzies inside, right? So then being able to, to socialize and hang out and do all of this at once, why not, man? And if I can ever get big enough to have, like, you know, regular viewers and a longstanding community and whatnot, then even better. Well, all right. That was a great answer. Yeah, I've always said video games are, like, better co-op. And literally, when you're t streaming, you're like always playing co-op with people. You like you're not literally playing co-op, but like you have 
the aspects of co-op, you know? So, yeah, exactly, man. Exactly. One of my greatest memories of playing video games uh, is a buddy of mine. We don't really talk too much anymore. We live in different cities nowadays and he doesn't use a computer very often. Uh, but this guy I used to know named Dave, uh, we used to spend all night, like, I mean, 12 hours sometimes just sitting in his bedroom on his bed, playing co-op games, just crushing co-op games together, game after game after game, and just laughing and socializing and just having a great time, you know? And uh, if I can do that with, I don't know, I'm just throwing a number out there, but let's just say 500 people all at the same time. Dude, that's like a dream come true, man. Like, <laughs> absolutely. Awesome, man. Wiki's, uh, you got any questions, brother? Hey, yeah. Uh, I have been uh, also streaming from Linux, and it's a very good experience. I totally agree that he he knows way more as he is full-time Linux streamer. Uh, but uh, my question is not exactly about that. I just want to know your origins of your nickname. Yay, there we go. Okay, yeah. so dot slash Drago uh, is a two-part thing. So the dot slash is part of Linux uh, terminal syntax. So if you're trying to run a script, let's just say your script is called my script, okay? And you want to run that from a terminal. One of the ways that you can do that is to type dot slash my script, and that will launch that script. Okay, so dot slash Drago is like launching me, right? Uh, ah. launching, launching the stream, etc. Drago's going and then, live. Gotcha. Gotcha. Right, right. And then Dragostini has been a name that I've used since I was about 15 or 16 years old. I was a professional Unreal Tournament Game of the Year edition player back in the day. Um, Instagib Capture the Flag, specifically. And uh, I went by a different name. I went by the name of Dark Legacy. And I was like, you know, that was my name when I was like 12. I don't know. I don't like it. I think I want to change it. So I was talking to this other guy that I used to game with, and he was like, yo, sometimes when I don't want to play a game and I don't want anybody to know who I am, I change my name to Dragostini, and then no one knows who it is, right? And I just play with that. He's like, you can use that name if you want, man. And I'm like, yeah, but that's you. And he's like, yeah, but nobody knows who Dragostini is. And I'm like, all right, all right, I guess. You know, it's like an incognito name. That's cool, that's cool. And then I just never gave it back. <laughs> I just stole the name. Like, if you're going to name snatch, you, you got to live it, bro. You got to live it. That's it. I was forever. like, yo, I am Dragostini now. And no one knew who he was. He, he barely ever used it anyway, right? That guy's um, dead but then, to you. You know, you're like, dead to like me. <laughs> six months later, he was like, yo, you're still using Dragostini. I thought it was just going to be like a temporary thing so you could hide out until you figured out a new name. And I'm like, yeah, but I started kicking everybody's ass as Dragostini. So, like, everyone just knows Dragostini. They know my voice. They know this. And he was like, all right, well, I guess you're Dragostini now. Can't let the legend so, die. You can't let the legend die. All right. Well, so, that's it. You found I a became, new name in the project. Exactly. exactly. Can so, can I became I snatch Drago. Uh, Brad Pitt? Can you snatch? I mean, I think that might I be mean, illegal, but. If Brad Pitt says cool, then I guess. You oh, know. I thought you were talking about snatching, like kidnapping him. No, 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 oh, no, just wow. his name. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. Wiki, you know, yeah, Wiki's Pit. No, that Wiki's no, Pit? Yeah. <laughs> no, I don't so, want to be a Brad Pitt anymore. Yeah. I, I originally was streaming under the name Dragostini on Twitch, but I was like, you know, if I'm going to do like the whole Linux streaming and whatnot, I need to, to make it Linux centric, right? But dot slash Dragostini just didn't have a nice ring to it. Dot slash Drago, 
sounds got a better ring to it, right? It rolls one off more, the tongue a little bit better. So I like it. Yeah. One more question. I saw your stream starts with loading. Yeah. Yeah, man. What's before loading? Because maybe I missed something. So I wonder if I can show you guys. Give me a second here. You does can, it? You can share it, your screen. Yeah, yeah. Try it. Oh, look at that. So this is my starting soon screen. And what this is, is in a, it's just a terminal with, and I'm just updating my computer. It's not, it looks like it's like hacker code in the background or something, but no, I'm just running a system update. I'm literally just like updating <laughs> Firefox and stuff like that right? <laughs> uh, via terminal. There's nothing special about this. And then uh, week is here is the one, you know, our little stream wizard is the one who uh, made this logo for me. So no props to you on that one, my friend. That's a um, logo. Yeah, I love it, dude. I love it. So it goes from this and then it goes into this. And I don't know if the audio will translate properly, uh, but if you ever check out my stream, you'll see the audio. But this is the uh, loading screen that he's made. Ah. Yeah, there should be some melody. Hey, you need like a sweet beat behind that, bro. A sweet beat. The, there is yes. a quite cool. sweet uh, melody there. There is. Yeah. But, uh, we didn't hear it. Oh, you yeah. You can't. Beat. Okay. I, I don't have it set up right now for fine, the audio. We but, trust in your I mean, sweet beatness. Yeah. You, you check out the stream or another sometime or another. You'll hear the audio. Yeah, but, yeah, uh, yeah, sure. So that's that's the loading screen that, that Weekies is mentioning there. Awesome. And uh, I can't actually take full credit for that. Uh, that's based off a template that I, I modified. So you know. I mean, I think it was. Go ahead, Vicky's. I wanted to finish his uh, starting soon that it would start like you are typing literally like those sounds, you know, like and the dot slash drago goes in, you know, and then when you click enter, it starts into loading screen. That that would look really cool. Or you can do that on YouTube cool. as you're starting. Yeah, that would be pretty cool, man. We'll talk. That would be pretty cool. <laughs> <laughs> but it's still very cool. Creative. I love creative. Thanks, man. Yeah. Thanks. It's I think everybody takes a little bit of uh something that they like. I like to like that's what I do anyways. I take little tidbits of things that I like, like different streams or this little gif I found on the internet or this thing or this text or whatever and I I just pull them all out out all these little different places and then I put them into one little place and make them my own. So that's and that's how I, it's like a beautiful collage. A beautiful collage. Yeah. So yeah. I yeah. think that's how a lot of streamers feel about our streams and our overlays and just our setups as a whole. Is it gives us the opportunity to flex our nerd muscles a little right. bit Express and yourself. our creativity at the same time, and you can put it all together. And then when you get people who join your stream and they really like your stuff, like if somebody's like, "Oh, I really like your overlay," or you know, whatever, right? Then that you feel good because you're like yeah like i put in the work i put in the effort into that and these 20 people are feeling that and right. like oh it just it feels good man you feel it inside yeah man exactly all right i'm gonna ask you a couple of linux questions and feel free to answer however you like uh cage so, yeah. sorry before i distract you a little bit can you add everyone that we're live going live because we didn't say anything in discord uh, of course sure <laughs> maybe someone want to see Wait, but they don't have a notification i thought you already did 200 it. you already did it's right it's our 200 iq move right there 
I did add, but uh, I mean everyone, but I don't think it works on me because it doesn't even show me the okay. uh, everyone. It does. Uh, so I remember someone disabled that on this channel. Okay. Yeah, yours. You see, it marks. It marks even. Here we go, buddy. Final Fantasy. On my stream, for my about and my like my my stream labels in my profile, they're Final Fantasy icons and stuff. Um, you nice. know, it might not work in here. I th it might have been disabled for everybody. So yeah, just, probably it's disabled for everybody. But still, you did what out. you could. Here. Because I did it in the podcast saying podcast ID saying we were doing it soon, but I'll do it again. Hey, I think I figured it out. Watch this. Uh oh. And he's gone. Oh, why is it? Why is it backwards? That's weird. yo, it's only backwards to you. We see it fine. Oh, yeah, we see it fine. Yeah, it looks great. Yeah, it's it's just a weird catch twenty two, my friend. Now, why is it? Do you see my camera though? No. No, we, we do not see, see what camera. I think is your your starting soon screen. No, it's supposed yeah. to have my camera it as says, well. Go something go. I can't see. I can't because go fight. Go, go. It's supposed to say, it's supposed to be go nights go, but I'm supposed to have my go camera over the there. Oh. Well, well maybe you're on top. I mean, no, no, no you switched up. I have a, a separate scene specifically for oh, this. Oh no. Yeah. I'm over to mic together. now. Don't worry. We got. I got this. Wait, what do we have going can, on can you you cannot move us around yeah you can only move around names yeah it won't let you move around people in no the old discord the old discordini can you see my face i might uh i might i think i'm paying no. for zoom i might i might we don't see your video at all get a what happened to my camera i don't know buddy Whoa. now Ooh. now we can now should be the okay, nice screen go. again no we still don't see you at all my friend this is crazy Crazy. But here's my number. Well, I'll be right back. Hey, listen. I'm gonna disconnect and reconnect. Out, so, while he does that, look, Wikis is the main attraction down there. He's outlaw Mike uh, and Wikis. We 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 oh yeah. All right, so I got the bottom. Well, well, Mike is out. I wanted to ask you why did you switch to Linux? I'm assuming were you always a Linux user? If not. What did you use before Linux? And if you did use something before Linux, why'd you switch? He got so, banned on the Microsoft. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I've pretty much been running a dual boot system. Like when I turn on my computer, I can pick whether I want to use Windows or Linux. Um, and I've been running a dual boot for, I don't know, 10 years, 15 years, something like that. Um, I, I can't honestly say that I switch 100% to Linux at all times, just because up until fairly recently, there was always some really nasty compatibility issues with some programs and some games and stuff like that. Yeah. Uh, that now that has changed, I would say in the past two years exponentially. Um, but again, with just to use the Oculus as an example, I have to use Oculus in Windows, right? Uh, so little things like that have always held me back from a complete change over to Linux. Um, but I do I do use it, like, we'll just say, 80% of my time in front of my computer. Um, so, but I originally wasn't streaming as go. a Linux streamer. 
I was streaming using Windows, and I was just kind of your your regular average variety streamer. You know, I was just playing video games, hanging out, whatever. And then I was thinking about it, and I'm like, there is I don't I'm, I don't even know five hundred thousand average Windows variety streamers out there, right? Like, I don't have exceptional skill in a specific game that is big and popular nowadays. Uh, I don't, you know, I'm I'm not like. Uh, a well-known celebrity from music or movies or something, you know, if you want to make it in this, you need to have some kind of a niche. It's kind of what I was thinking. So originally I was actually leaning more towards a character stream, uh, kind of like Dr. Disrespect plays a character, right? Gotcha. Um, but, uh, sorry, just... you need some mustaches, bro. <laughs> <laughs> so I decided that I, I wasn't sure if I wanted to go character or not. Cause what if some days I just don't feel like playing character? What if I just want to <laughs> chill, right? So, uh, and then I was thinking, okay, so what can I use for my niche? Well, I love metal music. I could do a metal music stream, but not everybody likes metal music, right? Like um, that. And then I was like, and then that doesn't really help me with the whole video game aspect. Music and video games, while they're both forms of entertainment, they don't directly tie into each other. Um, so I was like, what am I going to do for my niche? And then I was like, you know, I'm damn good at Linux. <laughs> it's part of my career is Linux. Uh, so I was, and gaming on Linux, like I said, has over the past couple of years really, really become a lot easier and a lot better and a lot better performance, et cetera. Uh, so I was like, why not just be a Linux streamer? You know, I'll still use Windows, like Windows Wednesdays and stuff like that, right? But uh, why not? Why not focus on Linux? And I can do tutorials and things like that. I already write tutorials and, and program reviews and application reviews and stuff for this, this blog. So why not just do the same thing on video, on Twitch? And uh, that that was it. I was like, okay, that's that's what I'm gonna do. Um, so I mean, I, I do still use Windows. It is still installed on one of my hard drives in my machine. Um, but I mean, all of the servers in my closet run Linux. I'm in Linux as we speak right now. If you see me on stream and I'm not in virtual reality, I'm on Linux. You're so in I'm Matrix. In Linux. You are in the We're Matrix. all in the Matrix, <laughs> my friend. We're all in the Matrix. Uh oh. But, uh, but that's it, you know. So uh, Linux is still like 80% of my focus. But it's. All right. I'm being summoned. Uh oh. All right. Later, Mike. Interesting. So I really like uh, Wednesday Windows, uh, yeah. Monday Macintosh, uh, Friday no. Fedora. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. No, I, I won't use Fedora. I'm not a big fan of it personally. Um, Mac OS and I are, I don't know. I, I have issues with Mac. I like Mac. I like Unix. Mac is based off Unix. Well, Mac is Unix. It's a form of Unix, but uh it, the way that Apple has closed everything off, it's a walled garden. You can't do anything. You can't customize things. You can't really touch the system. It's, you know, it, it's, I'm not a fan. What phone do you have? I use a Google Pixel 2 XL, which is Android, which is Linux. And yeah. technically, since I use a Google phone, it's an unmodified version of Android instead of uh, like if you get like a Samsung yeah. or an LG, uh, their versions of Android have been slightly modified to suit their narrative and their needs and their bloatware. Because I use a Google phone, it's yeah, pure Android. The bloatware. 
the bloatware is real. With that being said, my contract ends next uh, in, in October, and I'm going to get a new phone then. So ask me in two months. I might not have Google. We'll see. <laughs> All right. Apple. It's awesome. I have an iPhone sitting in front of me. All your... it's used for now is an occasional web secondary webcam. That's what, about all it's good what, for. Are you using the Google? That's your main phone, right? The Google phone? Yeah, yeah. I got the, the Pixel 2 sitting right here. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, I bought a... I got an LG V50. I've had I've had Samsungs like all, pretty much all my life. And I got this LG V50 and I was like hoping like, please God, don't let it be a piece of junk. And uh, I don't know why I never went to LGs. The only thing I don't like is the keyboard. It's... I'm, Makes me look like I'm tight when I type. I'm talking like a four year old because I can't spell anything right. So I have the thing that is going to save your life, my friend. Grammarly? To anybody who's using Android phones. Yeah. Uh, and, and actually, it, you can get it on iPhones too, but it's not as good on iPhone, I'll say. Yeah. Uh, Microsoft bought it and they own it now, which kind of sucks. But there's an application called SwiftKey. SwiftKey oh, yeah. is, is, is the best keyboard, hands down hands down i've been using iPhone it have the impl- integrated uh swift key i think they call it yeah the samsung keyboard or swipe or swipe. yeah yes you're thinking swipe but, so swift yeah, swipe. swift key is a third-party keyboard that you install that once you select it anytime you your keyboard pops up like when you're in your browser or your text messages or whatever you're typing on swift key now instead of the default android keyboard and you can customize the layout the size how long button presses take to use the key behind them uh, you can adjust the level of vibration that happens when you push keys. You, it, it, but the key feature of SwiftKey is actually how it learns. It, if you give it permission, it will go through your Facebook, it will go through your emails, it will go through your texts, and it will learn how you type and the things that you say. Like, let's say that you have a habit of using word A after word B right. all the time. Yeah. Uh, it will learn that. So then as you type, it gets smarter at predicting what you meant to say. And the longer you let it do that and the longer you use it, the easier and easier it gets for it to correct things. I hardly ever make typos anymore. Oh, actually, that's a lie. I make typos all the time, but I hardly ever send typos because <laughs> SwiftKey saves my ass right. like nine yeah. out of 10 times, right? Exactly. Um, I got big stubby clubbed fingers. So like typing on a little <laughs> cell phone is a pain in the butt for me, but like SwiftKey, you would never know. So to anybody who's using Android, SwiftKey, get it right now. I'm, it's free. Bro, I'm going to download it. Absolutely. Because I am. I can tell you what my swipe key is doing. It learns my mistakes and makes them better. Makes them better. <laughs> Seriously. It makes, it makes you less mistakey. No, no. It makes me more mistakey. Oh, oh yeah. Because right. then you don't It upgrades you don't from my like, mistakes. <laughs> it's like, oh, you want to do mistake like that? I have a better solution. Do it like that. <laughs> For the iPhone users out there, I will say SwiftKey exists. It's just not as good. It's still better than the iPhone default or the iOS default keyboard, but the Android version just takes the kick. So. Gotcha. All right. Um, so let's see. What do we got here? What? Oh, you you got a question, Wikis? Go ahead. Yeah, sit uh, straight. Kung Fu Panda is here. Oh. I mean, Kung Fu Zombie. I, I like to call everybody, him Kung Fu Panda. Uh, I don't know what. Quiet down. Okay. Sit straight. That's yeah. here. Uh, Hello, Kung Fu <laughs> What's up? What's up, Dad? What's up, Discord Dad? 
All right. What is the main feature of Linux that you? Ah, uh, Cage. Uh, yes. The, the chat. Putty says that they can hear you very quietly. I still can't hear Cage something. very well. Well, you know what? I don't. I don't really. Uh, he says it's good, good now. now. Oh, it's good now. Well, it's because I'm like, I've got a condenser mic, so if I like move and whatnot, my bad. Uh... I'll keep it up here. How's this? How's this sound? Yeah, I, I feel that, man. Is this all right, Pooties? Pooties. All right. Thank you. I, I'm glad you like the follow thing, and you helped do it, Wicket. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, if anybody's have noticed, I made a follow. Wicket made the, the uh, tumble block, and then I went ahead and made it into an alert where, like, it stops, and it has people on the alert. I got to move it around, though, because, like, my name was in the way, so I moved my name down so people can see when they follow. So yeah, now we're we're working on it. We're getting all kinds of cool little additions. And if anybody, by the way, has any uh, suggestions on the podcast, you're more than welcome to tell us, and we will probably, most likely, implement them because we can't think of everything. You know what I mean? And we're all a community, and we love everybody, and everybody loves us. And yeah, you know what I'm saying. All right, what is the main feature of Linux that you enjoy? Oh. Like if you could pick one thing that you love about Linux, what would it be? That almost everything I use is free and not because I pirated it. I don't need torrents <laughs> for half my stuff. Uh, unlike when I'm on Windows. You know? But uh, no, the main thing about almost any Linux distribution that you download is that they're they're going to be free, except for a few of the corporate ones. <laughs> Red Hat and a few other things. <laughs> um, then, uh, you know, every almost everything is free. Yeah. There is... You ha have a great community that will help you with all of these free things, because with a lot of the free and open source software... Uh, You'll get people that are vetting them to make sure that they're safe and secure, that they're not stealing your information. You don't have corporations that are just selling all of your information because you use their video editing program or something. Gotcha. Um, you know, it's just, it's simple. It's free. It's, pe people think, you know, you have to be this crazy technological guru to use it. You don't. Um, everything is is just nice and easy and it's made for the people instead of just uh, i don't even know how to explain that it's just like everything is there in front of you and you don't have to dig around in a th different user manual for every different thing you do and oh my god this is all weird and this doesn't work with this and blah blah blah. everything just works man and like, like if it work. doesn't work if it doesn't work yeah then there is a community that can help you because there's 10,000 other people using that same free piece of software. So, gotcha. You don't you don't need tech support. Wow. Filing tickets and paying for licenses and none of that crap, man. All right. Sweet. Well, I like I'm it. back. I like that answer. Hey, welcome back, Alan. Welcome Mike. back, Mike. And you got it working. And it looks great. I did get it working. I love Why, it. Thank you. Looks wonderful. Mike came back. I forgot one to want to, what I wanted to ask. Come on, jeez, Mike. <laughs> oh well, I'm so very sorry. Goodness gracious! I gotta say, oh, my, it's my so anime girls are also here. I know. I was like, hey, Wiki's got an anime lady over there. Where'd she come yeah. from? Goodness, 
the, the also follower alerts what working what here you too. Got? Mike, you man. Got? Every, every time I'm on a call with you or something, it's tripping me out because in real life, my name is Mike. Oh. So like people are like you know like oh yeah Mike 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 and I'm like what like, and I'm like oh yeah but I'm Drago right now I'm not Mike that's Mike um, right yeah. right Mike is Drago Drago is Mike it is Mike is Drago. and it's funny because because I I expect people whenever I expected people to just call me outlaw but no people just still call me Mike yeah of I don't course. know all right oh look my green drink is invisible what feature of Linux do you hate kind of the flip on the opposite side we said what you love what feature do you hate about linux that many developers especially game developers up until fairly recently always viewed linux as like no man's land you just you don't build you don't build for it you know half the freaking developers out there are using linux when they're developing their software and their games and their programming but then when it comes time for them to build their binaries and ship their games, they're shipping for Windows. And it's like, come on, man. You can't tell me you didn't use Linux for 40% of that project. Yeah. And then you just you want to ship for Linux or for Windows only? Come on. You know, so that's the one thing I, I'm not a fan of is up again, up until recently, and it's not even like they made changes where they're like, oh, we're gonna start building binaries for Linux. We're gonna make our games Linux compatible. No. Other guys who were smarter than you and big brain decided to make workarounds and compatibility libraries to make your stuff work on Linux because you didn't do it. Right. Right. Like um, even to this day, Valve is probably the biggest supporter of making things Linux compatible. And so I'm going to give a big shout out to Valve for that. Uh, a lot of their games and their hardware and stuff like that works fine on Linux. They even have a, an Ubuntu based distribution, Steam OS. Um, but I mean, most games, you look at Adobe, for an example, I have to switch into windows anytime I want to use Photoshop, uh, creative cloud, because the, the last that I know of perfectly working Adobe Photoshop that worked in Linux was CS six, which is like, I don't know, 10 years old, 15 years old or something. Good Lord. If I want to use the latest Adobe creative cloud version, I got to go into windows. Right. So it's that's that's the one big thing is lack of compatibility, because many developers and um, creators still don't view Linux as a completely viable thing that, that they don't they don't see gaming on Linux as a big deal, for an example. I got you. And it and it is. Well, you know, what? I, I'm, I'm proof I, of this. I have noticed, too, that. uh I'll be when I go to download apps or whatever, you know, like I'll go and and I'll, okay, I need to get this app for the stream or this app for this or what. I've noticed le that I've seen, um, you know, you used to just see Mac and Windows download applications, but now I've noticed that there's Mac, Windows, and Linux. Like for example, when I went to go dr download the Droid Cam, it had Mac, Windows, and Linux, and I was like, okay, that's awesome that it's, you know, because it's free and Windows is not cheap. You know, I, I mean, I like Windows, but it's not cheap at all. And Windows 8 was, uh, yeah. Uh, Windows 8 needs to go the way of Vista and Windows ME. Windows 8 needs to be. Well, well what is Windows 8? I jumping know, like. You don't need to know about Windows 8. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I remember I remember all the hope 
I had for Windows 8. I had a machine that I ended up getting a beta version of Windows 8. And, like, it was so beautiful and just so amazing. Just the ideas of what in Windows 8 could have been. But then they released it. Yep. You know where they screwed up it, is they made it for... They're like, hey, let's make tablet and PC users the same. <laughs> and yep, it, absolutely. It's just, you can't do that. You cannot. They you need to take every second version, I notice. Yep. You need to take Windows yeah, ME, Windows Vista, yeah. and Windows 8 Seriously. and put them with the ET Atari game. What I really That's love it. is... I jumped from uh, XP. I jumped from XP straight to Windows 7, I think. Good Lord, how long have you had XP? And you know what? I don't blame you because XP was awesome. XP, XP was, was amazing. Awesome. Absolutely. Was amazing. Yes. I used it as long One as I One of could. the best Windows ever, yeah. And, until it was just like, you can't use that anymore. You can't even play games. Mm. I couldn't even play some of my games. And I was like, ah, oh, come on, man. What are you doing to me here? Uh, I think my first ever computer had Windows ME. I think I remember that one. I'm sorry for you. Ew. It was terrible. Ew. That was bad experience as a first computer, seriously. Yeah, well, you know. Oh, it was to, it was it was terrible, just terrible. All right. Uh, one question uh is that's to all of you guys, uh, not especially Linux. Is it uh, there's something about money that Windows are not free, they're making money and that's why they're making games for Windows because Windows are not free. Games are not free. And Linux is free. What Linux can make if they're not making money, you know? What are Linux is making money off? And what well, I, can Linux, you know? I think it's because, well, because Windows and Microsoft is making money, they have, you know, the uh, they have the money to advertise the platform. They have the money to... Um, be be the platform that the game developers need for you know their their audience their demographic look at look at the amount of people that play on pc versus the amount of people that play on linux pc is most definitely the mainstream where linux is the you know the underground if you will that's that's generally probably 100% of the reason why they they don't um distribute to linux as much as they should it's all about money man yeah, most things are, sadly. I bet you that I'm just going to throw a random number out there, and let's just say 60 or 70% of all Linux gamers would be quite happy to pay the same amount of money for their games that any other user would of any other operating system if the developers would make the games for their system. You know, like, you can, you can play most Steam games on Linux nowadays as of about 2018 yeah almost every steam game works on linux thanks to something called proton developed by valve mm. um but prior to that um you were you were stuck using hacks and and workarounds and whatnot to get your games working if developers had just released linux binaries from the very beginning i bet you linux gamers would have no problem spending 60 bucks on a game it's no biggie I mean, we're saving money by running Linux in the first place. So instead of having to pay for that Windows license, pay for the game. Done. That is a good question. Uh, dot slash Drago, off topic for a second. What kind of metal music do you like? Oh, man, that's Ooh. a loaded question. This is from Hawksai88, oh. by the way. We're taking, okay. I'm, I'm just randomly taking questions from chat. I told him that. I'm out. Ask. This is too heavy for me. Too heavy. <laughs> okay, Hawksai. So 
you, you asked for it on this one, man. Uh -oh. You cracked open a big can of worms here, bud. Cracked it up. Uh, so I consider myself a musical encyclopedia. Uh, I know an insane amount about music, almost to like an OCD or like low level autism. And I don't mean that rudely. I just mean like I'm obsessed with music. Like, um, and then metal in particular, I have a really big focus on. I was raised on like uh, 80s hair metal and 90s grunge and stuff like that, uh, heavy metal, etc. And as the years went on, I have seen so many different bands. I it would probably take me a while to list them all off. I have met most of them. Almost every big band I've ever wanted to meet, I've met. I've got pictures with them. I've got you know, got to shake their hand, etc. Uh, and as a result of listening to so much music and so much metal. Um, I have so many different varied tastes. I like everything from technical death metal like Quo Vadis or Death to uh, very melodic operatic metals like uh, old school Nightwish. And I say old school because as far as I'm concerned, Nightwish died when Tarja left the band. Uh, I like, you know, Within Temptation, which is like the, the real metal version of uh, Amy Lee's band. Uh, yeah, there you go. Within Within temptation, temptation makes good. Evanescence yeah. look like Fisher Price. Um, and then I like things like um, like the old school heavy metals. I'm really big into power metal. So bands like Iced Earth, Blind Guardian, uh, Nevermore, uh, Iron Maiden, uh, those kinds of things. I, I mean, I have playlists on my Spotify categorized by subgenre. And each of those playlists has like, I don't know, four or 500 songs, 30, 40, 50 bands each minimum. Uh, I, I couldn't tell you just one that I like. I like all of it and not just metal. I like all music. Uh, I, I spin trance music as a hobby, you know? So like, it's not just limited to metal, but since the question was particularly about metal, I like it all. I think the only th thing that I've found in metal that I don't like are pig squeals. I'm not a big <laughs> fan of the core genres like grindcore, deathcore, metalcore, etc. And that's not to say that I don't like any bands in that genre. You know, I, I do, I get a big love for Dying Fetus and they are some of the pioneers of deathcore. Uh, but I mean, there's probably only one job for a cowboy song on my on all of my music for an example because almost every song is just freaking pig squeals right so um that's probably if i had to pick one thing i didn't like it would probably be some of the the, the core uh metal genres gotcha all right let me see du -du 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 -du. um drago do you look i got you get... i got one i thank got you, one buddy thank you thank you drago do you also get antsy this is from Cabernst. You also get antsy with Linux distro, like I constantly am installing something new to try. Yeah, so back when I used to play on Real Tournament and I was hanging out on IRC all the time, uh, there was this guy who went by the name of Tayrom, and he used to bug the hell out of me about being the biggest distro hopper he had ever met. I would swap Linux distributions, so to people who aren't super Linux friendly, don't know what that means, there's more than one kind of Linux. It's like You know how there's like Windows 10? and Windows 8, right? Well, in the Linux world, Linux is free and open source. I can download the uh, Linux system, modify it, 
change a bunch of stuff, rebrand it, and re-release it back out into the wild as whatever I want to call it. And I don't and no one's going to stop me from doing that. So as a result, we've got hundreds of different kinds of Linuxes out there, we could say. We call them Linux distributions. Okay. So a distro hopper is someone who is constantly changing Linux distributions. Uh, so he used to bust my balls about changing distros like every two weeks or so. Uh, I was always just trying new ones. Oh, I like this one. Oh, this one's got this feature and this one's got that feature. But I also break Linux distros like it's going out of style. <laughs> I have literally found bugs in distributions that the developers fixed 10 years ago. And somehow I managed to pull the bug out of my butt and be like, oh, hey, guys, look, I broke it. Right. And they didn't even know how I did it. I didn't even know how I did it. Uh, so I will say that I have slowed down on the distro hopping. I mostly use a distribution nowadays called Manjaro. I find it's it's perfect for my usage. Um, but I mean, I was using Linux Mint a month and a half ago, and that's another distribution. You can take that for what you want. Manjaro was my favorite. I'll probably always come back to Manjaro, but I'm a distro hopper. It is what it is. So <laughs> I. <laughs> Right now, I know what that means. Before, I would be thinking something totally else. <laughs> yeah, that's why I'm trying to give like that little bit of background info, just so the the people who who don't know, right? Um, if you if you if you want to try out Linux, I highly recommend that you start with Linux Mint. Uh, oh, it's Mint based is amazing. Off, it's based off of another it. system called Ubuntu, which is the most popular Linux distro. I just don't like Ubuntu. Uh, they have some really sneaky not good stuff in the background. For an example, they have really close connections with Amazon. And sometimes when you're searching for stuff on your PC, you're also sending information to Amazon. Uh, Ooh, and I'm not, I'm not cool with that. Yeah, well, I, I swear don't like, Lex is yeah. listening to me sometimes. Yeah, yeah. I don't like phone homes like that, you know. So Linux Mint is based phone off homes. Ubuntu. I like it. Uh, but it's not Ubuntu. And that kind of crap is turned off. Uh, so I recommend new people start with Linux Mint. Once you get comfortable in Linux Mint and you're like, oh, I like this. I want to try something else, though. Then go to Manjaro. Manjaro was just as user-friendly as Linux Mint. but um, Just like beginners Linux. Linux. Mint is, yeah, yeah. But, but Linux Mint is just that little bit extra more beginner-friendly. I got you. Uh, so I, I would say start with Linux Mint and then try Manjaro. And then you can get ballsy and try things like Arch and stuff like that. And you know, there's, I'm surprised no one's made a Gen 2 joke yet. There's another distribution called Gen 2. It's known for being the most hardcore. So, Mike and Wikis, uh, you guys take over for a second. Wife just got home. I'm just going to go check on the little sure. boy. Roger, back, Roger. Hey, so that uh, bringing it away from the uh, Linux and into the streaming as you know a parent as a you know a spouse or whatnot how do you balance that you know like just earlier i had to dip out and now cage has to dip out you know um how do you handle that that delicate balance that we have between you know family life and stream life so i think i'm kind of lucky that i started streaming on twitch when my kid is older uh, like my daughter who lives with me is 12. Uh, so she's a lot more self-sufficient than, you know, a, a six-month-year-old would be. Um, 
and then I have a really super supportive girlfriend uh, who, um, like, it's she's not her biological mom, but she takes care of her like her own child. Uh, she loves her to pieces. So uh, that is a really big help as well. And then my schedule is based around my family in a way. Uh, so I stream Wednesdays and Thursdays from 6 p.m. Eastern time until midnight. And then Sundays from 2 p.m. Eastern time until 8 p.m. So six hours, three days a week. Uh, and those times are based around my family. Like I work during the day. Uh, so does my girlfriend. And then, you know, the kid has school during the day when it's not summertime. And then we have time to eat dinner together. And then I jump on my stream and my daughter can amuse herself for the night and girlfriend can amuse herself for the night. If daughter needs something, girlfriend can take care of it. Right. Um, and then on Sunday, it's in the middle of the afternoon. Uh, Sunday, we have late dinner uh, because it's, it's the weekend. It's not a big deal. It's a little bit more flexible. And on the weekend, you know, kids just kind of doing their own thing anyway. Right. So from two to eight, I'm not really needed as much. But I mean, my family also knows that they come first. If something ever were to happen and they were like, yo, we need you to come help with this. Well, sorry, guys, I'll be right back. I'm going to go AFK. I'm going to go dip just like, you know, you guys have had to do. Right. Um, but having a 12 year old instead of a, a young kid does really make a huge difference, too. I mean, I remember being 12. I hardly needed my parents for anything at that point. Right. So that makes uh, sense. I can't so wait to the days. <laughs> yo, honestly, I. You say that, but cherish it, man. Cherish the young moments while you can, because as they get older, they become even more of a pain in the ass. <laughs> oh, trust. I just read I on Discord about uh, diapers exploding. Try Dude. cherishing that. <laughs> I'm look. I'm tired of. I'm tired of. I'm tired of code Browns, man. Code Browns, and it's like now. I, I'm. I'm thankful. I'm very thankful that we're on the last one. We're on. We. We're. We're not having any more. No more babies. Um, but dude, uh, I'm dying at code brown, <laughs> man. Look, hey, look, sometimes it's like it's it takes two, it takes it's like a, a two party code brown, and that's like a, a um, you know, it's a diaper bomb. We call them those are those are the worst. Like, you just gotta oh, take man. the kid, you just got you just gotta take the kid, throw the throw the clothes like straight in, in like in the sink with some bleach, and like put the kid in the tub and hose it down. Like, it's just it's done, <laughs> all right. Um, so like we're, we're transitioning into like the baby food and we're transitioning out of the formula and she's teething and just, she's just at that point where her digestive system is, uh, working a little bit better. So diaper bombs and code Browns are, uh, they're getting interesting. It doesn't get easier. It doesn't get easier in a way you've got it best right now. Because even though you've got diaper bombs and code browns and, you know, you, all, all the, the, the messy things are happening and stuff right now, your kid doesn't talk back to you. Your kid doesn't lie to you. Your kid doesn't throw temper tantrums and, and break things and hit things. Or, I'm not necessarily saying my kid does either, but I'm just saying, like, as a, well, as a parent, as they get older and they get more independence and they, they get more ego and things like that, it doesn't get any easier, my friend. <laughs> Like in a way, well, you kind of got it good right now. This one's the third one, so oh. I have uh, Ivy Gwen is the baby. She's eight months. Um, 
Harley Quinn is three years old and uh, Zoe Lynn is almost five years old. Yo, two out of three are named after Batman characters. That is amazing. Batman villainous is at that, and Harley Quinn is already her namesake. So I'm I'm afraid to see what Ivy is going to turn out to be. That's awesome, dude. Now, like I can I can say my one daughter. People think she's named after the comic book character, but she's not. There's a whole other story to it. But uh, my daughter who lives with me, her name is Storm. So I mean, nice. it still, still kind of fits in, you know, with the the nerd thing, even though it, it, that wasn't the actual reason. But. Well, I got away with Harley Quinn um, because even before, and it's like it's it's unfortunately it's unfortunate that Harley was born in 2017 after Suicide Squad came out because she wasn't born after the movie Suicide Squad. She was born after Batman the Animated Series, the original Harley Quinn, which is the good one. one. Yeah, which is I don't, and I don't mind the Suicide Squad movies, and I don't mind the the new 52 Harley Quinn um, at all whatsoever, but. The original inspiration came from Batman the Animated Series, which is what I grew up on. Me too, um, brother. Me too. I used to watch it all. La- the time. And 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 it's not it's not necessarily the less slutty version, but it's the laughing fish version. It's the one. It's the Harley Quinn that got closer to defeating Batman than Joker ever did. It's the Absolutely. it's it's the Harley Quinn that was the brains of the outfit without anyone else ever knowing. One thing I always loved about Batman the animated series is uh Mark Hamill as Joker. Dude. And it, I mean like, it brings chills, doesn't it? Yeah, dude. And when he reprised his role uh as the Joker in the Batman Arkham games, I lost my marbles. I oh, fangirled man. like crazy what? when I first pulled up uh Batman Arkham Asylum and I heard his voice and I heard that laugh. I was like, "Oh my god, yes." Look, I mean I have just sitting right behind me, the killing joke in hardback. You I know. got one for you. Guys, guys, you're going very cheap with those names. Name your kids Google. You can get Google Stadium. <laughs> Dude, rise. This, this, this is on my wall. Dude, nice. Nice. I have uh, down here, I have the entire run of uh, Kevin Smith's Batman 66 meets the Green Hornet. And number one is signed by Kevin Smith and Ralph Garman. Um, I'm a bit of a Batman fan. I don't know. Don't Me too, dude. So normally <laughs> when I'm streaming, I wear one of two hats. I dug this one out in particular just for Cage today because we're both big Star Wars fans. But normally on my stream, you'll see me wearing a you'll see me wearing a Batman hat or a Legend of Zelda hat. And nice. I've got multiple Batman T-shirts and stuff. Like nice. I'm, I'm I mean, I, I just have this one uh, next to me. I'm planning to play Titan one day, Ball but uh, I don't know when it will come. That's all. My oh, look, the green's getting kicked out. My my nanny does artwork for like Christmas gifts and stuff, and like she made this this little piece for me. It's That's pretty cool, it's got a bunch man. of panels. It's like it says, "Oh, your mom's name is Martha too." Instant Beth- besties, <laughs> Martha. But like, dude, Batman is just Batman is uh, Batman always wins, even when Batman loses. He wins, just like uh, I have it down there in the Dark Knight Rises. Yep, I can yep. easily guess the name if you would have had a son easily. Yeah, actually, <laughs> Bruce, actually, <laughs> you guys are gonna love this. Um, if Ivy would have been a boy, his name would have been Captain Brian George Michael. Epic. Commanding. Oh, Captain, my cool. Captain. 
Too long. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back, Cage. Welcome back, brother. Hey, yo. How's Damien? So how's yeah, Damien. There you go. Oh, yeah. Okay. Okay, so one more question before I, I let Cage take it back over. Um, uh, favorite Star Wars Force user? Qui-Gon Jinn. I don't even Ooh, have to think about that. Good question. Ooh. Good I, answer. I know almost everything there is to know about the Star Wars universe and Qui-Gon Jinn, hands down. So I just he's listened my, my to I just listened to the Dooku book and I learned a little bit about Qui-Gon through the Dooku book. And uh yeah, I can I can see I can see that's a great answer. Especially with Liam Neeson, I've always loved as an actor. And then to see him portray Qui-Gon, I think was just spot on perfect. I think he was Qui-Gon. He was the embodiment of Qui-Gon in that in that movie, man. Like, oh, love it. So why Qui-Gon? Hey, that was the was... second question. It's a follow-up. I can give it to you really quick anyway, because he was, in my opinion, the greatest representation of a true gray Jedi. He... They don't really talk about it in the movies very much. They don't mention Grey Jedi or anything like that. But Qui-Gon did what he wanted to do, but he always stayed on the right side, the right path. But he didn't deny that there was other benefits to the Force that the, that the um, Jedi Masters at the Temple never utilized. He, he didn't just follow blindly. He did what he felt was best, and he always made the right choices, but the right choices weren't always what the Jedi Council would have, would have done. And he was perfect for being right in the middle. He, he was just, he was amazing. I feel like he gets that, he, he got that from Dooku a lot, and I feel like if it, it, it Dooku, Dooku's fall to the dark side was just purely from Jedi, the Jedi's political stand stances. Like if it would have been like different circumstances, he probably wouldn't have been, wouldn't have ended up falling to the dark side. I feel like he could have ended up in the same, in the same gray area as Qui-Gon right. without actually right. falling. Not, all the way down. not full Sith, but, but gray. I don't think he ever yeah. went full Sith. He, I mean, he died before he could finish the Sith training, no, no, I no. believe. Right. Well, oh, I thought I'm sorry. I but he just he just went to the dark side. My bad. I know he was training under uh, Sidious at the end, but um, I don't know. I don't know enough about Dooku to know. But yeah. in my opinion, if you stick your if you start rocking a red color saber, yeah, you're right. And you start casting force lightning. If those you, two if things put together, you're yeah, a Sith now, man. That's, you're a Sith. Well, you now. see, but you, you see, Dooku was Dooku was had the ability to cast the force lightning before he was ever went to the dark side when he right, was right. young, he could do that. Right. But I mean, he it's, had a it's that in conjunction with yeah. the red crystal. Yeah. Right. right. Like it's that red just... crystal has a significant impact in your representation. Cause his Chris, his his lightsaber color was not th that color. He bled, he bled the Kyber crystal. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's how the, that's how the Sith turned the turn the lightsabers red is by bleeding the Kyber crystal. Exactly. Yeah, and that's that's a conscious effort. That's a conscious choice that you make, right? So when you make that, you're drawing the line in the sand, and you're saying this is where I stand. Yeah, I he think, was a Sith. I think the only reason I'm not 100 percent sure on it, but I think 
the main reason uh, he didn't take a Sith name like Darth something is because if he would have, he would have like lost his because um, he's he was rich. Well, no, what it is is he's he was the count by uh, by birth when his brother got killed. That's what it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because his his father he they the Jedi came and got him as a baby, but his father was the count. And his father was the count, and his they, they hated. They didn't want nothing to do with him, and uh, he ended up. Didn't he kill? He might have killed. I think he killed his own brother. As a matter of I fact, think so. I think he did kill his brother in the end because his brother try, was trying to um, destroy the planet or something. We I can, don't really want man? to distract you guys, but I think we're going a little bit off topic. Sorry. Yeah, let's let's nothing, bring it back. Let's bring nothing it back. against Star Wars, but I need to tell you two things. Uh, first is, if I will be in Drago's position and you will start uh, Star Warring me with the questions, this show will die earlier than it will start. <laughs> well, and the see... next question, I will bring it back to the topic, okay? So, Drago... I noticed you have tattoos, but I didn't read on Discord about it. And I also noticed you have piercings. Uh, we don't want to see the intrigue parts. Just sh tell us about your tattoos and piercings. So I got some tattoos when I was a teenager that I can't stand. I'm not going to show them on stream willingly. Um, they're they're not like you know anything racist or anything like that. But they're we could just say they're, they're choices of a, a young teenage uh, Drago that uh, I would like to get covered up at some point or another. I just can't afford to. So yeah, just a, a really, really quick background about me. I'm not going to give you my whole life story. We'll be here all day. But uh, I was a street kid in my teenage years. Uh, I was on and off homeless for four or five years. Um, I live in southwestern Ontario, Canada, where it gets cold as hell. And I mean, I know what it's like to, to sleep in alleyways at minus 30 degrees Celsius. Um, and then during that time period, I was also doing a lot of drugs. I had uh, some, we could just say some pretty out there beliefs about the world. And um, I delved into the occult and spirituality on some different levels and stuff like that. And I just made all kinds of choices that uh, I, don't, I don't even want to say I regret because they're all things that kind of made me who I am. But uh, when, you, when you decide to get tattoos, you really should think about where you're going to put them. And about what those tattoos mean. And if you're going to get tattoos that you're not going to be proud of in 15 years, you probably shouldn't put them on the backs of your hands. Uh, I did. And uh, so uh, I, can't, I can't change them now. I can't go back, right? But uh, just know that uh, I, if I had the, the $1,500 per cover-up, I would absolutely be covering these bad boys up anytime soon. Um, goals, right? And live and learn. And then the mm. piercing. Uh, so I used to have my lip pierced here uh, and my labrette pierced in the middle. Uh, I took those out as I got a little bit older, but I've had my tongue pierced since I was uh, 16 years old. I'm 31 now. And uh, I, I sometimes debate whether I want to take them out or not, or take it out or not. Uh, I took out my other piercings. But... Uh, I just haven't been able to let it go yet. It does cause me a little bit of a lisp uh, when I speak. Um, I, I'm a professionally trained journalist. Well, I don't work as a journalist right now, but I, I studied journalism in school. 
And uh, we actually had a, a class that we had to take in one semester where it was all about speaking. It was, uh, we would be given very complicated scripts that we would have to read into a microphone and record it and then submit those recordings into the professor. I actually got, I think it was either 97 or 100. I don't remember. It might even have been 100. Um, but I mean, I got like an exceptional grade on it. Uh, and the little trick to it was I took out my tongue piercing before I did every recording um, because I can't properly enunciate some letters with the tongue piercing. I, I have a very small uh, mouth and I'm tongue tied as well. So that in conjunction with having a ball on my tongue and whatnot, I get kind of a lisp and it's, it's annoying as hell. Um, so you were train harding, yeah, with the piercing like that. Right? Yeah, yeah, a, li a little <laughs> bit, man. You, you'll hear it every once in a while when I say certain letters and stuff, like right now, like when I say S's and stuff like that, right? Um, so I do debate once in a while on taking it out uh, just because I do spend a lot of time on stream and, and talking and stuff like that now, and it drives me nuts. But, I mean, I've had it since I was 16. I love it. I don't know. I, I haven't been able to give up the ghost on that one yet. Sometimes you just gotta stick with guns, Thank man. you for sharing your stories. Not everybody would like to share some stories. I'll tell you what, I, I had a bunch mm. of piercings before as well. I had labray, lip, tongue, eyebrow twice, my ears were pierced, and I think uh, I was trying to get the back of my neck pierced at one point, but it didn't happen. But I don't have any now. I took them all out. <laughs> my... Uh... My eldest daughter's mom, she has a surface piercing right here. And she's got another one on her on the back of her wrist. That's interesting. And it's it's really cool. Like uh reminds me of those piercings she, women will get in their backs, you know? Like it's like a the corset piercings. Yes, yes, yes. yes oh yeah. I once pierced my buddy. hand on accident with that's a conversation for not on a parents of stream right, twitch right. thing, man. So, so, <laughs> I yeah. love those things. <laughs> Speaking of corsets, do you think Linux will ever have its own brand of PCs, laptops, or tablets? They already kind of do. Do they really? So there's, yeah, so not Linux in particular. Uh, like, okay, so here's a, a really quick thing. Linux, there's, there's a misconception that, it's not, not a misconception. A clarification on terms. So Linux, if you want to get really technical, is yeah. not, what you're, not what you're running. In the when you click around at things, Linux is the kernel. The operating system ah. is called GNU or GNU. The super super technical term. Now most people just cut it down and they just call it Linux, and that's fine. There's nothing wrong with that. But if you wanted to be like super anal about what it's called, it would be technically be called GNU slash Linux, because ah. GNU is the operating system, Linux is the kernel. Uh, so with that said. When we say, like, you know, do you think that Linux will get its own computer parts and whatnot, or like its own laptops and whatever? Yeah, you know, Microsoft Surface. It can't, it can't really work that way because Linux is the kernel, right? Gotcha. And then there's all kinds of different Linux distributions too, right? So it's not like it's just one uh, centralized thing like Windows or, or Mac. But with that being said, with the technicalities aside, there are uh, numerous companies out there. I can't name one off the top of my head, to be honest with you, but I know that there are numerous ones out there that build, ship, and sell computers that come preloaded with Linux instead of... Yeah, that's what Linux. I was kind of getting at, like something that's going to come preloaded. Yeah, there, there are companies that do that already. 
they're obviously not that well known. I don't think anybody out of the four of you, or the three of you guys can even name one, right? So, and again, I I'm the Linux guy, and I can't even name one to you right now off the top of my head. So, I mean, that says something, right? But I, at the very least, I can tell you they do exist. They are out there. You do a five second Google search, you'll find them. Gotcha. All right, on to the next one. There we go. Here, import anti-gravity. Just called the one that it was in my head and I couldn't get the name of it. System 76. There you go. I have, if I were going to recommend one, it would be these guys. Oh, yeah. Mr. Wicked's saying Dell has some. That's pretty cool. Dell, I mean, Dell's a, that's a big company, big name company. So, yep. Yep. When I was buying my first computers back, I don't know, 15 years, maybe more. I was always buying them with uh, pre-installed Linux because then I don't need to pay for an OS. Then I just download the cracked version and I use the cracked version. Saving uh, 100 bucks. I'm from Lithuania, guys. I, I was a bad boy. Your name also. should be Outlaw uh, Wikis. Bad boys, Outlaw Wikis. Yeah. Yeah. Another outlaw. <laughs> Speaking of, uh, like, because we are streamers, so this is kind of like an obvious question. Do games... Are games can games play at a higher capacity? I'm trying to figure out the best way to word this. Uh, do they use up less resources? Do they play at a higher capacity when you are using them in Linux? D does that make sense? Okay. What I'm trying to say. Yeah, yeah, I get you, and I got a twofold answer for you. Oh, okay. so if it's a Linux native game, and what I mean by that is where I'm not having to use a compatibility layer uh, to run it, right. like Proton or Wine or Lutris or anything like that. Um, but just something that was built with an existing Linux binary. Uh, I would say, yes, it runs better on Linux than it does on Windows, probably seven out of 10 times. Uh, Linux is known for management of system resources better than Windows. Uh, just by default, Linux handles memory better. Uh, so your hardware will go further in that regards. Uh, but then the other side of the coin is if we're using compatibility layers like Wine, Proton, Lutris, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, no would be my, my general answer, but even that's not actually accurate. I have found some games that I run through compatibility layers that do run better. Uh, it truly is hit or miss, but I would say the generally speaking, no. But you are absolutely going to find some uh, exceptions to that rule. And that's just simply because of how uh, Linux, the kernel, handles processes, how it handles memory management, how it handles CPU load, etc., is is just exponentially better than the Windows NT kernel does. Um, it's the Windows NT kernel and, and kernels based off of it are, you know, a Honda Civic and the... Uh, the Linux kernel is a Ferrari. The The problem is that with the Ferrari comes very specialized parts, specialized tools, specialized skill sets. Right. Right. Whereas the Honda Civic is super flexible. You can put parts from other cars into it. The parts cheap. are a dime a dozen, et yeah. cetera. Right. It's right. cheap, et cetera. Exactly. So um, the other big catch is very recently, I can see somebody in the chat, uh, Mr. Wicket's kind of reading my mind on this one. With Vulcan, a technology that came out a few years back, uh, Linux exponentially got uh, better performance as well. Uh, there are things now that can uh, translate Vulkan 
to like we can we can run Vulkan based games in Linux almost completely fluidly uh, without any kind of a hiccup or anything. And I find that the Vulkan performance in Linux uh, sometimes can outdo uh, DirectX by far. So like you might be running a game in DirectX, DirectX mode in Windows, and I might be running the same game in Vulkan mode uh, in Linux, and I'm going to crush you performance-wise. But the catch to that is if you switch over to Vulkan in your Linux, sorry, in your Linux, <laughs> in your Windows system, <laughs> then there is a chance that you'll probably end up beating me at that point, just due to um, better compatibility. Gotcha. But uh, so it is kind of hit or miss. But all right, I can say from my experience, I tried uh, Linux as a streaming PC next to my gaming Windows PC. That's what probably Drago would do or doing already. Are you streaming with dual PCs or not? No. So I, I stream oh. from a, a single PC. or um, So sometimes I'll use console. Uh, if you see me playing a PS4 game, like Ghost of Tsushima, for an example, right. uh, I instead of using a capture card, uh, I use a Linux-created open-source uh, remote play client called Chiaki. And then I record that on my Linux single PC uh, through OBS, just like you would anything else. Um, I, I don't use a, a dual PC setup. But either way, uh, I assume you notice that uh, streaming on Linux uh, takes way less resources than on Windows. Yeah, yeah but, though, right? but streaming on Linux also runs into other hiccups too. Uh, hmm. A lot of the plugins that you guys might use on Windows in your OBS yeah. are not compatible with Linux. Uh, uh, we do have some alternatives. Uh, but not all of them have alternatives. Um, a lot of the third-party tools that you guys might use, uh, like I have Stream Labels, for an example, but most of the other Stream Labs stuff, like uh, Stream Labs OBS, even though I prefer OBS Studio, uh, if I wanted to use Slobs, I couldn't. It's it doesn't exist. Stream Elements doesn't exist. Uh, a lot of the the stuff that you guys might use. I either have to find an alternative for, or I just simply can't use it. Yeah, that sounds like a, a so, there, is, there is that little bit of a... Um, got to jump through the hoops. I got one... Kids attack. Hi. <laughs> hashtag kid attack. I got one Hi. more question for you. Hashtag kids attack. One more question. Come one on, more question. All right. If you... If you had like a pitch, like let's say you're pitching oh. Linux, right? To someone who doesn't know anything about it completely they've been on windows their whole life they've been on our you know mac os their whole life right what would you say to them to try to convince them to switch over to linux like obviously i'm not trying to get you to do like some kind of religious spiel type thing but like if you were like a buddy was like hey man i'm really starting to hate windows what should i do and you're like entry Drake. so i would tell them linux is free in most scenarios uh, gaming is almost completely as viable as Windows, with some caveats, as we previously discussed. Uh, I would say that with Linux, I don't have to worry about your typical viruses. Uh, that's not to say that there's no such thing as a Linux virus. That's pretty nice. But if, but if a like I don't have an antivirus software installed, I I don't need one. Gotcha. Um, if 
I were to download one of your Windows viruses, it doesn't matter how badass that virus is, what? how brutal it might destroy your computer. It's probably going to try to infect your C slash Windows folder. Well, first off, I don't have a C drive. <laughs> that C drive doesn't even exist, so it stops right there. Secondly, even if I had a C drive, there sure as heck ain't a Windows folder. Right. So, I mean, most viruses just right off the hop are null and void. So right there. what you're trying to say, if you get a call with the Indian dialect that says, your PC is in a problem, you need to go to this web page and click that and that. Yeah, I love when they call me. I love when fake Windows or fake Microsoft agents call me. Gotta and they're it. like, We've, we found a problem with your Windows and we need to fix this with you. And I say, oh, yeah. Okay, so walk me through this. And then they're like, okay, click your start menu. And I'm like, I don't have one. They're like, right there. I <laughs> they're, they're like, what? Just like, and I'm like, the... I, have like, I have a kicker menu that shows me all of my applications. Do you want me to click that? And they're like, yeah, yeah, click that. And I'm like, okay, I clicked it. Like, okay, now go to control panel. I don't, don't, ha I don't have that. <laughs> and then they ask, uh, what's your bottom uh, from yeah. the left second key on keyboard? Yeah, you must. Yeah, that's so. He must I have a meta. Is that a Windows? So bad, dude. You must frustrate right? like, so bad. Oh, dude, I love it. <laughs> um, but uh, no, I, I would tell people to summarize: it's free, most distributions at least. I think free, yeah, simple. The... You get all of you get almost all of your applications from an app store instead of having to go to like ten thousand different websites and download them and install them. Make sure you got the right version. Blah blah blah. You just open your app center. You search for what you want. You install it. Done. Uh, all of your updates are all done through that same app center, et cetera, et cetera. Um, gaming is still viable. Often games perform better as long as they uh, ha are built with the right libraries. Uh, my, gener my general performance runs better. Like, I can almost guarantee you when I open a browser and I click around and I then open Spotify and blah, 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 it's going to happen faster than it will on your Windows PC, right? Uh, it's safer. Uh, it's kid-friendly in that regard. I'm far less worried about my kid downloading crapware on a Linux on a Linux computer than yeah. I am on a Windows. Yeah, that's uh, that's. Um, there's even kid-friendly distributions that you can install on a kid computer. Oh, right, like a Ubuntu or something like that. Yeah, exactly. There's no. There, I've never heard of a Windows 10 child edition or whatever. You know, like. Sure, there's the educational version, but that's just like enterprise edition, basically. Um, and then for developers, if, if the person is a developer, I'm going to tell them 80% of everything you've ever seen built on a computer was probably originally scripted from a Linux system, right? Like we've got the best developmental tools, hands down. The only exception is DirectX libraries, which is specific to, to gaming, right? So I would just tell them Linux will do everything you want it to do faster with less maintenance. It'll last you longer. It uses less resources. Even if you've got a really old PC that was from the Windows XP days, I can list you five Linux distributions right now that'll run smooth as butter. See, that's cool. Can't, sometimes can't do that with Windows. A, yeah, no, you, you can't. And that's cool because you might have an old PC that's not awful and you want to give it to your kid or something and like, you know, Save for the internet, but like you've got Windows ninety eight or something on it, man. And I got a PC sitting in my closet right now. I haven't used it for a little while. I haven't had a need, but it's an original Centrino dual core, one of the first oh. dual cores that came out. Okay, it's got less than a. It's got five hundred and twelve megabytes of RAM. It doesn't even have a gig of RAM. 
and it's got a 20 gig hard drive. <laughs> it, it runs a Linux operation operating system and it runs smooth. Nice. It's not slow. It's not anything. You, you turn it on, you click around, you do what you got to do. Now, with that being said, there's some limitations. It can't run Firefox or Chrome, right? 512 megabytes of Ram is barely even enough to boot those programs. True. true. <laughs> uh, yeah. But yeah. I mean, as long as I use certain software that is designed for low impact, it's fine. And it's not, it's not like Windows XP where it's not getting security patches anymore. All right. Awesome. I think you've answered all my questions. Mike, by the way, uh, what nights are you talking about? This question from chat. Uh, the Vegas Golden Knights. Of okay. course. Okay. That's right. Golden Knights. Girls, can we say go Knights go? Go Knights go. That's right. Nice. Nice. <laughs> That's cute. Awesome. Yeah, man. Uh, Drago, dude. Uh, you mean you, uh, Mike or you know Wiki? Do you have any questions? Mm, you can think of if i had i probably forgot or it was answered <laughs> on the go gotcha, mike you, you good man yeah man we're good awesome what about uh, anybody in the chat yeah. I, i've been trying to keep an eye over I've been there trying to but, uh, um yeah do, does anybody in anything the chat we ask anything well not anything but you know what i'm saying ask me anything ask me anything ask us anything all of us any of us Yo, for real, there's almost no question I won't answer. You see, there's kids on the show, so... <laughs> Keep yeah, it that's what I was saying, like, ask anything Julio, within sorry. reason. Within I need that to point age. out for Julio that Count Dooku did have a Sith name. Dar His name was Darth Tyrannus. It was. I forgot about that. I oh, my horrible. God. Back to Star Wars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Listen, it always Next time I'm bringing Wars, lightsabers right? in my overlay. Just yes. for fun. Do it. Do it. Question for week Do is it. from Julio GX. What's it like being the Messiah? <laughs> <laughs> I'm the, just clickbaiting with my overlay Messiah. all the clicks. <laughs> but uh, I can show one more trick if you want, guys. Do it. Do it. Let's end the show with a, with a bang. So, as I'm a wizard, yeah, I can be anywhere I want, right? Right. Port spells, yeah. Here. That's right. No. Now you're underwater. Yes. Guess where I am now? Oh, that's cool. You're in New York this City. This one is cool, right? Are you in New York City? Maybe I had to pick this one instead. That's kind of sweet, man. I have to admit. I like that. I think you need to come up mm. with a new one every every podcast. Cool. Damn, I just showed three ones, so how can I come I, up with a new one? Okay, so you use the marble one next time, and then yeah. so that way you have two weeks to come up with a new one. Okay, okay, so but, I can use the marble still, yeah. Right, good. but, I'll use but the marble you, one. you've set people up for greatness, so now they're going to expect you to always have a crazy filter. That's why I, I need to prepare a minigame also. So people don't expect anything. They just expect bunk bed Star Wars. That's it. Mm-hmm. Their expectations At least you know something low. about Star yeah. Wars. I know. I know who's Chewbacca. That's all. I mean, that's all that matters. Yeah. Is it good that I know who's Chewbacca? Is? It is. He's a great character, and uh, you good. know what a Jedi is, right? I mean, uh, yeah. There. Wait, wait, wait. Be careful. I told you about Star Wars. <laughs> We're gonna have to teach Wiki some Star Wars, Drago man. I guess we're just going to have to... Dude, we'll just yeah. sit them down. We'll marathon the movies. 
I've uh, seen all the movies. Don't worry. I've seen all it. of them. Like oh, one through nine. Yeah. Dude, then what? you should know what a Jedi is. <laughs> Come on, Wikis. look. I'm just watching. Uh, I, I kind of watching that movie like only the effects. You were fine. I don't the Jedi really go deep into the story. I know what happened. He well, was he was putting it on, meaning to watch it, and the kids wore him out, and he fell asleep in the middle of it. That's what happened because that's what happens. To almost like that. But when, but when Chewbacca comes, I'm like, oh yeah, I like <laughs> this guy. This dude is amazing. <laughs> oh, oh man, that's man. great. All right, well. Um, Drago, thank you for being on and answering our questions and and rapid fire succession, and for being awesome and and being part of our community, man. And and Wikis and Mike, thank you guys for joining. Yes, sir. And uh, I hope you guys will be here next week, and we'll let you guys at chat and POT fellow community members know what we're gonna do. Um, I, I don't know exactly who we're gonna have on next week, but maybe it'll be one of you guys if you want to be on. The podcast and send you know me or wikis a message and let us know and we'll get you on and and tell us what you want to talk about but we love you guys and the community is awesome and i can't can't i can't stress enough how awesome everybody in the community is and and just how great this is gonna i think this is gonna be and you know what i mean yeah exactly how, how awesome this this community is just gonna be man Oh, thanks a lot guys i thank appreciate you. The, uh, thank you, you having me time. on here. i good. really appreciate it Drago. thank nice you nice having you here nice having everybody and, here wow yeah pot podcast signing off guys hey wave wave Cheers, bye, everybody. have a good night bye bye guys thank you thank you guys so much for being here by the way <laughs>